You're listening to 3CR Community Radio, 855am. Visit the 3CR website at 3cr.org.au forward slash podcast to hear the most recent recording from each show or 3cr.org.au forward slash streaming to listen live. You have tuned in to 3CR's program, Behind Closed Doors. This program explores all topics related to sex work. We give sex workers and allies a comfortable space to share their experiences. We also appreciate questions from the general public. Behind Closed Doors aim to uncover what the sex industry is really like. Our program exists to bridge the gaps. Please be mindful, this program is not suitable for little years as there may also be explicit language use. Please connect with us on Twitter at bcd3cr or email us at bcd3cr at gmail.com. Hi everyone and welcome to Behind Closed Doors on 3CR 855 AM and digital. Hi everyone, I'm Sassy and I have my co-host here, Dean, and we'll be talking to a very special guest and also a very dear friend of mine named Fifi. Hi Sassy, what are we talking about today? I think we're talking about our experiences um, working abroad for the very first time and it's all about the sex work industry and it has um, connected to also to OnlyFans, but back then it wasn't called OnlyFans. Okay, so at the, at the moment, because I guess of COVID being a worldwide pandemic, a lot of sex workers, as well as some celebrities, have turned to an online platform called OnlyFans. That's just one of the main websites and platforms. And it's a way of making money. It's a, an adult adults-only uh, type of platform. Uh, sex workers, you know, male, female, trans, all sorts of uh, people from the sex worker community have used these platforms in order to make money. And another way of call, another way of describing it would be that it's a a camming or a private situation where the sex worker is in their room or a location and they are um, recording themselves and showing it to their uh, clients, customers, fans, and for a, uh, a fee, they get money from that. Um, before we had OnlyFans, there were camming websites, and uh, in the fledging that fledgling days of the internet, there were websites where people could pay a certain fee, a subscription fee, and and you could view different content. Um, Sassy, how did you fi- even get involved with all of this? Was that something that you even had thought about, and your friend Fifi had even thought about? Yeah, um, as I said before in previous shows, I've I've always been exhibitionist and I've been into the soft porn industry before that. I've sold my pictures. I, I didn't do it myself, but it's, it's by a website. So at the time, we call it the webmaster. So um, yeah, so um, when I was, I was asked if I want to do this webcam um, work in Germany, um, I at first I has um uh, I have doubts at it at first because you know going abroad um for the first time and working in the sex industry I don't know what to expect and I always have mixed advice with 
um, my close friends. Some said do it, some said don't do it. So um, I've decided to do it when Fifi and the other friend actually went there first. Um, they were there for a week and then and they told me this is nice, this is fun. And they said, I'm going to love this. So I decided to, and I said, yeah, let's do it. So yeah, that's how it began. At the time, were there opportunities to do this in Singapore or in the you know Southeast Asian region? You can definitely um, do it in Asia. I don't think in Singapore because of the restrictions law. Um, but I'm definitely um, in Thailand or somewhere in Philippines. But I think um, Thailand and Japan actually was doing it already, especially for the trans community. Why didn't you go to Thailand? Because it would be closer to you. I didn't have any sources or anyone who did that time oh okay yeah so but in germany it was by an elder trans woman who lives in germany and also gave the offer to another friend in singapore and she was so called the the mama son who <laughs> recruit who recruit us the four of us and yeah so four of us went there tune into the station that gives voices to sex workers subscribe to 3cr Hi everyone and welcome to Behind Closed Doors on 3CR 855 AM and digital radio. We are Australia's only sex worker radio show. I'm Dean and joining me today is Sassy. We will be chatting with Fifi about her experiences as an international sex worker. Hi Sassy. Hi. And hi Fifi, thanks for joining us. <laughs> hi. Assalamualaikum Habibti. So I'm wanting to know, Sassy, how do you know Fifi? I know Fifi um, when I was early stage of transitioning and we become really good friends and that's how we started. We actually grew up together. We always together. This is back in Singapore. And so you met each other through your community? True community, yes. True, the trans woman community. We are very tight in Singapore, so everybody knows everybody. And Fifi was famous anyways <laughs> in Singapore. <laughs> we would say an advocate, but it wasn't formally introduced. She was an advocate, but she looked after all other trans women, especially the one who are coming and transitioning so and i was one of them so she, she's on the i guess part of your your peer group i would say peer group. like one of our other former guests amy tashiana amy tashiana would be uh, my mentor and everybody's mentor as well because as i said before we are a lot younger than her so she will be teaching us a lot more from her experiences hmm? and so you, you know you, you're part of a community you're on a, a journey of, of learning about yourself and growing from being part of a community, what is your sex worker journey for both of you? This is why we have Fifi in our show today because we're going to talk about our very first experience of in the sex work industry outside of Singapore. We were offered to go to Germany. This is 2000, so we were really, really young and naive. We've never been outside of Singapore working so we were offered to go there and we took the chance there's four four of us and then there's also a mentor of us who actually brought us there so the five transgender women but the four of us were supposed to be working there as you know not 
in the sex world, it was more of a cam work. So we were showing our stuff in front of the camera. <laughs> Back then, there wasn't a personal website for any trans work. So back then was only a webcam show. You paid by a token, and yes. then the guy could just watch us from there. It's almost like only fan now. Before only fan start, we really did it first, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and so you're in Germany, the both of you. Mm. Were you in a house, an apartment? What was the actual setup? It's like a setup of a two-story house. It's like a two-floor, three-floor house. This is like in the village, somewhere in the countryside. Yeah. Very far end of the village. Very far. We don't know. At that time, while I was in the car driving to to the venue, Fifi went first, isn't it? Then I come the next week. Yeah, yeah, so Fifi was already there. So I come the next week. So these people come and pick me up. I was like taking notes, like all the streets names because it was so far. I was like so scared. So I was taking notes until I got there when I saw Fifi then. I was like, oh, okay, this is legit. <laughs> yeah, you feel better, of course, of course. Especially when you meet friends, you know nobody. Mm. And, and so you're working in individual rooms or something? Correct. Uh, we have two shifts. So there's four girls. So two, two girls night shift, two girls day shift. There's, there's three beds actually all together, I think, with cameras. What made you decide to do it? Because this is so unusual. We were offered to go there. Of course, because we were half-hearted of doing this. That's why I came later because I was a bit unsure. So when Fifi was there, I was contacting Fifi. She's so like, no, this is all good. You're going to have fun. I'm always the tester. You always try. This is why she was famous. She Because she's brave. She's braver than most of us. She always tried out first and then she would tell us uh, it's okay to do. And if it's not okay, she would tell us okay, it's not good, don't come, whatever. So, so she's like a big sister to us. And so how long did you actually stay there? I think you, because I stayed for only one week. Uh, you stayed for one week. I think I came earlier. So I think somewhere Yeah, two so weeks. two. Yeah, you, you stayed for two weeks. So something actually happened. And, okay, something happened. So um, Fun and adventurous, no? Yeah, it was very adventurous. I mean, like, it was it was scary. But you know what? That experience made us tougher. My first time, actually, since snow. I was asleep at the time when Fifi woke me up. and said, like, wake up, wake up. There's snow. And I was, like, in my jumper and underwear. And I just go outside, take a picture of the snow. We actually had a great time until something happened. We didn't think that we're going to get paid because we found out the person who brought us there has left with a sum of money that she was supposed to give back to the owner of the uh, of this business we found out about that and we got really scared so yeah so the four of us had a plan it was christmas eve on top of that because the the, the guy who's who was a security in our place which fifi knows him very well <laughs> was really drunk and he got he got really jealous with one of the girls because he he fancied this one of us so it was a big mm-hmm. fight in the taxi coming home and we was so scared I'm on top of that we already know that maybe we wouldn't get paid for our the work that we done so we end up run away from from that place it was a very sad moment because we don't know we were all in high heels we don't have any sneakers she has eight layers. 
Because it was so cold in Germany and it's Christmas Eve. So we didn't have, we can't find taxis. So we run outside and then we found the hotels. We were trying to find the hotel. We were stuck because the hotel doesn't allow us to check in at that late at night. And then yeah. remember you and me, I told you, we need to find a place. We couldn't sleep like this. Yeah. Yeah. Because the train, the train wasn't, wasn't working, wasn't working yet. Breathe in and out. You're listening to 3CR. And Fifi, why did you do it? Because of the money and the opportunities of working. Back then, it wasn't really about the money, but the opportunity to travel away from Singapore. Because I really, I'm very curious about how it feels like to be abroad, living overseas. You know, the lifestyle could be different. In so many things. It wasn't really about the money yet. It's true. It's true. We weren't thinking about the money at all. We were thinking about getting our Singapore experience, the fancy lifestyle that all these um, trans people who actually live abroad and came back with all this fancy lifestyle, we want to be at them. So we wasn't thinking as much. Thank you for joining us um, to our show, Fifi. Thank you guys for inviting me. Sassy, what's the name of the song? Nestapa. Haradang by Pasukan Perang. CR Community Radio 855am. Visit the 3CR website at 3cr.org.au forward slash podcast to hear the most recent recording from each show or 3cr.org.au forward slash streaming to listen live. So Sassy, you and the group of friends were not paid and then you stayed in a hotel overnight. It's Christmas Eve. What happened next? Did you did you all stay in Germany or did you leave? When we got into the train station in Germany, in one of the countryside in Germany, uh, so we stayed in a hotel because it was just too cold for us to be um, sleeping outside. So we got a hotel room and then we sleep for about a few hours and then we head down to the train station and then got into the train um, straight to Amsterdam. We got to sleep in the train as well. So yeah, we charged. Why did you go to Amsterdam? Because our tickets, uh, our flight back is from Amsterdam. Yep. So your original flight from Singapore was Singapore, Amsterdam. Correct. And then Amsterdam by train or something to Germany? Uh, someone uh, picked us up uh, at the um, Amsterdam airport. Oh, and you drove from Amsterdam to Germany? Um, yes, correct. Right. So um, so we also have friends 
who lives in Amsterdam. So he actually looked after us over there. He helped us to get a hotel room. And yeah, and then he took us out that night. The next day, we decided, four of us decide whether we want to go somewhere or we want to go home. So I think the four of us still don't want to go home. This is our first experience, um, you know, in Europe. So... So I know a person who was in Greece. So I end up went to Greece and I um, planned to have New Year's in Greece. And one of the girls went to Paris. One of the girls went to London. And Fifi actually went back to Germany in Cologne to meet her best friend. Wow. So you ended up having a, a European adventure, a European holiday. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was a bittersweet for us. So I'm the first one who came back to Singapore. I think Fifi mm. was the last person who came back to Singapore. Would you do this work again? Oh, most definitely, because there's no body contact. Basically, it's like a peep show. We call it in Australia a peep show, but this is through internet. So, yeah, so you can actually, um, at the time, people just buy tokens um, and then if they want to have a, a private show, they will book you into a private room and then they will pay you through the tokens. So you just tease for a little bit until they book you inside a private room. And, and how long were these sessions? Um, it's not long. I mean, like the token is not that cheap. I think, um, I think one token probably like, um, I think it lasts you for one minute, I think, and it costs like 10 10 euros, I think, or 5 euros, I, I can't remember. But Okay, so it's just you alone. Me alone, with the camera, with the toys, with the costume. And also, the, the person that is viewing you, you don't get to see them. You just have to fantasize about how they look like. So you don't, you don't know who exactly, no, is on don't. the other end. No, you don't. The only thing you know is that they're, they are an adult because they've signed in to get into the website. And they're paying to join. And also, I forgot to say this, there's no voice communication. It's all typing on the keyboard. So just messages. There's a column where you write messages. See, the technology has changed a lot since then. <laughs> it's so interesting because now it's now more portable. So anyone can now use a smartphone uh, or a decent camera and they can just do all this sort of content or laptop. Yeah. It's so much more portable. Given what you know now, would you still go overseas with a laptop or a phone and travel the world and do uh, these OnlyFans type of accounts? Oh, I think it's this this work is is mobile. So you can go anywhere. I guess you don't really need to bring a laptop anymore. You just bring your iPad and your phone. I know. Yeah. It's incredible, isn't it? Everything's yeah. gone so small. Correct. So, But if you want to do it professionally, uh, especially for only fans, um, you definitely need to have a good photographer for for pictures and videos. But nowadays, people love homemade anyway, homemade porn. So that is um, that's what people pay for now. With what consenting adults are able to do, it's literally through smartphones and you know very very lightweight technology that we can really take. Uh, that sex workers and people that work in the sex industry can really uh, use all this technology to their to their advantage, and I'm um, I'm really amazed and also proud of a lot of uh, a lot of interesting uh, a, a lot of content that 
sex workers have been able to produce. Mm. And people, for example, people like Charlie Ford, who we've interviewed on our show, a Melbourne-based uh, sex worker and performer who has been has has really got incredible content as well as really funny and educational content on TikTok. Correct. Yeah. So I guess there's a lot of options these days uh, for sex workers to do. Um, yeah, it doesn't have to be anybody contact. You just have to meet that person, whatsoever. You can just everything can be online and you still make profit. I've been um, asked to do um, OnlyFans um, by a few people and I'm still thinking about it. I'm just too lazy to create content. <laughs> yeah, it's it's still a job. But you, but I'm thinking about um um looking at my um photos uh, from pre- previous um when I I was modeling um in the soft porn industry. Maybe I can start off with that first and create content for my OnlyFans and then build up from there. Yeah. It's so interesting how the OnlyFans has developed. Mm. So people who are celebrities have used it to just do soft porn or even just regular photos as a way of promoting themselves. It's just fascinating. I, I just think it's such incredible times that we live in where everything just intersects and we're all kind of becoming part of the mainstream. It is, right? I mean, I'm surprised um, this sex work has become a norm now. Why can't, uh, why can't Victoria give us the decream now? Oh yeah, that's another story. We're waiting, <laughs> we're waiting for decrim, right? Oh my goodness, that's that's an ongoing story that we, we yeah that we'll keep on uh, talking about until next year as well. We'll see what the government does here in Victoria. Mm. Where do you see the future of all this? I think the future is internet. I think COVID nineteen um, is a blessing in disguise as well, and people tend to learn a lot more to to do work through their laptop from home so i think yeah so i yeah th- that is our future now i always thought a day like this would happen where we would be using computers and laptops it's finally here and we're finally able to really as sex workers really take charge of our work and shape it create it make it the way we want to i like that feeling of being empowered mm. and also you know um you don't really have to if, if a person from other countries who actually fancied you, so they still want to pay and look at you, so you still make money from from your in your bedroom. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I've had um some requests for for OnlyFans and things like that as well, and I've been thinking about it. Yeah. So I... <laughs> you know, you know what we should. <laughs> Some sometimes we shouldn't wait. People said when the opportunities is there, you should just take it. You should take advantage of it. And yeah, I've been thinking about this is why maybe I should start off. I already had my OnlyFans. I created one um account and everything all connected, um approved. Um, I just need to create contents. But I think I'm gonna start off with all my old photos when I was my first modeling photos and videos and maybe I can start off with that and see uh, what you lead. But I probably will be just doing OnlyFans by by then. <laughs> my new <laughs> well, career. Well, yeah. And, and, and again, it's it's what you are comfortable with. You mm. know? I just love how we can create whatever we want, mm. whether we use social media, where we whether we use OnlyFans or more adult 
content. We can do whatever we want. And and I think that's so great to see. It's just about having a decent internet connection, mm. a, smart, a smartphone, and away you go. And also be creative in your content as well. You need to be creative because people, if a subscriber don't want to see the same thing every month, so you're going to lose subscribers. So this is why it takes me a while to do it because I know I need to be creative. every. I need to step up my game every time I post a content. Yes. Mm. It's, 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 it's a bit work. of a work. Yeah. Yeah. Sex work is work. Sex work is real work. Mm. Only fans, here we come. <laughs> you, you, hear, you hear it first on our show. <laughs> <laughs> I think mine will be eating a, a vegetarian burger or something. That's, how, that's about as sexy as I'll get. <laughs> it, it, you know what? It could be a fetish, part of a fetish because I've, I've, you know, I, I'll tell you my honest story. I've been booked before by a guy and he paid us good money just to eat in his hotel room. He, we ordered as much food. The more food we eat, the more money we get. I, I, this, is not, this is not made up. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of this before? No? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so this is not date at all. This is go into his hotel room, order from, order from the hotel menu. And I just sit there and just have to eat and he just watch. Like at first, I was like, this is so weird because I was still young at that time as well. And I was like, okay, whatever. I just have to, I get to eat and I get paid. But I still thought it was here. But now that I'm a, an adult and I have, I have more experiences and I thought, oh, okay. I, I know where he's coming from. This is part of his fetishes. So, yeah. Oh, I, I like it. I, I want to I wanna do that. I want to do that. <laughs> I love eating, right? <laughs> <laughs> that, okay, that would be part of our content on our OnlyFans. <laughs> I love it. I love how you're thinking outside the box. Yeah. Going to fetish or niche markets. Great. Oh, Good job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just an update that we will have more news in the hopefully the coming weeks if not months yeah business licensing authority which is part of the consumer affairs victoria they are in charge of people who are licensed sex workers okay in terms of getting information out in terms of people renewing their licenses which mm. because we are in a licensed model of sex work in victoria yeah the BLA used to send out notifications, yeah. updates via, via old-fashioned mail. Or email. No, no, mail. This, oh, really? This created a lot of problems oh. for sex workers who were outed. Oh, and, yeah. And we know of a few cases of female workers who were outed because the mail arrived at their family home. Okay, wait. And then, um, didn't we have... Um, um, an option to have email and mail? No, no. Oh. so it was mail only. Okay. And some, and some workers contacted the authorities to try and get this changed. Yeah. One group that pushed for this was is a peer-led group called Sex Work Law Reform Victoria. They yeah. really pushed for this. And now the BLA will be uh, organising it so that uh, registered sex workers in Victoria can yeah. now have their updates uh, and information changed and notified via email thank you for listening to behind closed door at 3cr 855 am and digital you've been listening to sassy and jean and fifi one more thing uh what about 
Godspeed by James Blake. Silence in the ears, darkness of the night. 